Hey everyone, welcome to Mountain Woman Radio. I'm your host, Tammy Treyer, and this is episode number 211, and you can find that by going to treyerwilderness.com slash podcast dash 211 for the show notes, and all of Mountain Woman Radio is archived on our website. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio, as well as other podcast apps. For those of you that are new to Mount Women Radio, my family and I embarked on an off-grid journey a decade ago. And um, Good Friday, we actually sold our home. If you listened in to the last episode, you heard that. So it was quite the blessing uh, to be delivered from a four-year, as many people would say, a grueling journey. But there was so much throughout the last four years, uh, just miracles and blessings and just growth. I would not change a thing. But what we are embarking on now is a new adventure. And I hope that you guys will all join us um, along the way as we start building our new log cabin. And uh, I feel that our four-year journey has enabled us to be a light uh, during this time that our nation is walking out. Uh, So much uncertainty, so many things that we can't change. And, you know, it's it's our passion to share our lifestyle. Um, It's a faith-led preparedness lifestyle. And we educate on off-grid living and homesteading, traditional skills, simple living. And we've been doing this for a decade. And right now, I think that there's many people that are, you know, we're in quarantine. We are uh, social distancing, which we've been doing for over a decade. Uh, Our wilderness environment is so tranquil, and uh, we enjoy staying in it. But there's so many people that are struggling right now in this situation, in this scenario. There's so much uncertainty. For one, we don't even know all the details of this virus. Many are without work and unable to bring in an income at this time. Um, There's a shortage on toilet paper. Uh, There's uncertainty when this will change, when things will be altered. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to deal with. And for many, it's very overwhelming. But as a result of the last four years, as I mentioned last week, you know, there were times there was plenty of toilet paper on the shelves. We just couldn't afford to purchase it. We couldn't afford to go to town because we didn't have the money for fuel. So we had to be excessively frugal. And For those of you that have been following us for the last decade, you know that we lived in a canvas wall tent for eight and a half months on raw wilderness land with no utilities, no running water. And we did that while we were building our homestead that we just sold. That time frame of our lives taught us a lot. And it is something that I yearn to go back to because It was just so simple. Everything we owned was in a storage unit and we had a Rubbermaid tote, one of the small, I think it's like an 18 gallon Rubbermaid tote that we had our clothing and our personal effects in. We each had a cot 
and we had a mess tent that we we cooked outdoors out of and we had dirt under our feet it was such an incredibly simple time and it was just so whew, I can't even I don't even know how to put it into words the thing that comes to mind is romantic it was just it was alluring it was it was comforting it was simplicity to its finest and it was such an awesome time for me and now you know after walking out these four years we've been very frugal but coming out of that tent we were using a deets lantern an oil lantern and headlamps so when we came into our home we were we were in a 30 by 36 shell with um no rooms studded out in the home yet all the exterior walls were studded and ready to go but we didn't have anything in, in, internally so we had a wood stove in the corner and we had air mattresses on the floor and Dietz lanterns hanging from the beams and it was it was very simplistic and when you move from that then into an off-grid situation we chose to be very frugal so that we didn't have to have an additional expense of fuel to run the generator when we would have um, depleted the power in our batteries so the, this last decade has prepared us for what we're walking out. Plus, the last four years have been, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, very thin. You know, we didn't, we didn't have much and uh, we, we made it by. We never went without a meal because of how we choose to live. We've been called... All kinds of amazing things um, and I say amazing in sarcasm because they weren't nice that you know we we were we were wasting food we had all this food and we were wasting it and it's so horrible the way we were doing things and it's just that we had a full larder and we weren't wasting anything we make everything from scratch so although it looked like an abundance of food you know when you're making everything from your raw ingredients um, salad dressings, baked goods, breads, meals, you know, everything came from that room, uh, whether it was canned or raw ingredients, whatever. We didn't, but we don't buy processed foods. But during these meek times that we, we walked through for the last four years, we never went without. And when we were in low places, God always, and I repeat that with great emphasis, always provided for our every single need. There was not once that we we went without, whether it was to pay a bill, whether it was um, fuel to get somewhere, whatever the case may be, when we, and when it was a necessity, we had it. And when it wasn't a necessity, we made do with what we had. But during these this time too, you know, there was so many things that we could not control. I could not control my health. I could not control my healing. I could not control the fact that we were getting deep in medical debt. I could not control that I could not pay bills. I could not control so much of what was happening around us. And I used to be a person that that would give me great anxiety. But as we began that four-year journey, I learned very quickly that I had a choice. I had a choice to be excessively obsessed 
and worrying and thinking and obsessing over the things that I had no control over and I would have it would have I would have gained nothing by by doing that other than probably making myself more sick and adding more stress to my life or I could realize that I am right where God needs us to be um, we cannot control these things Therefore, we've got an option to put our complete and total trust and faith in God and let him handle it. And, you know, for many of us, that is a great struggle, relinquishing our struggles to God and leaving them at his feet. Right. It's very difficult. It's very difficult walking through things that you can't control and you so desperately want to be able to control them. But we can't. So you have that same choice that we did. You can either sit and just constantly be hashing these things out in your, in your brain, making yourself sick, uh, getting yourself into excessive worry, even maybe hitting a depression because you can't do anything about it and, and you just keep staying in that place. Well, I want to encourage you if you're in that place, it's time to change. You have the ability to change this. You know, we may not be able to change the circumstances we're walking out, but we can change what, where we're spending our time thinking, where our mind space is, and what we are allowing to take up the space between our ears. I learned very quickly to just let it go. I couldn't change anything. And, and it was very difficult for me to be flat on my back. I'm a very, I'm a go-getter. I'm a mover. I'm a, I'm a get things done kind of girl. So when I was flat on my back and I couldn't control that, I wasn't a happy camper. I was saying some really ugly things to myself like you're, you're uh, useless, you, you're old, you know. And I realized that those things were also not serving me well. So I changed how I was speaking to myself. And I changed. God worked on me, though. And I will say that. God, I didn't change it on my own. God showed me that he had me right where he needed me to be. I needed to be in that place, whether it was for some kind of growth for myself or for people that were watching me to be able to grow maybe in their faith because of where I was or for my family. I don't, I know I've grown a lot through these four years and, and, you know, for willing, we can grow every day in our faith, in our abilities, in our thinking. And that's what we need to learn to do during this time. Yeah, my old dog is gonna go under my tripod. <laughs> so I wanna encourage you right now to pay attention to what you are thinking about, to pay attention to um, how badly you're trying to control things that you have absolutely no business trying to control because you can't. And you need to learn to, to trust God. You need to have faith like a child and faith the size of a mustard seed and God will match you and meet you there. He's always present. He's always with you and he will not leave you. He will not forsake you and he will 
work miracles for you. He will provide for you. When we are children of God, he, his word and his promises in the Bible still are there today. I, I share it often. You know, he parted the Red Sea. He's still parting the Red Sea today. He closed on our home on Good Friday in the absolute worst economic time ever. He parted the Red Sea in my eyes. He moved the mountains. He delivered us. He provided. He blessed us. All those things are true. And he will do the same for you. I know it's very difficult when you don't have an income coming in and you have bills to pay, but he will provide. The thing that makes this situation different than ours and something you can think about is the whole nation is going through this. The whole United States is going through this together. We were doing it alone. But we were never alone and neither are you. God was always present. And God, the more we call on God and the more we seek him, the more gracious and loving he is because he wants that relationship. He wants that fellowship. He wants that communication. And what better time now when we have so much more time on our hands, or at least some people do. We're busy trying to get ready to build a new house and move out of this one. But many of you have extra time on your hands. And although my time is crazy, I read the Bible every day. I spend time in fellowship with God every day. I make it, and it is, it is a habit, but it is also a necessity. It is something that I do not waver on. It is something that I do not give up and that I guard. I guard my time with God. And right now, you have the opportunity to spend that time with him. You have this time to understand that he will take care of all of us. He will provide for our needs and, and he will get us to the other side of this situation. Our walk that is very similar to what you've been, you were walking out right now was a four year journey. And I hope and pray that what we are walking out right now is certainly not going to be a four year journey, but it is going to be elongated and it may be a little while till we get to the other side. So this is my suggestion to you through those four years. I refused to live in fear. I refused to live in worry. I no longer experienced those emotions. And I've told you guys that many times. I don't experience those emotions anymore. And I'm so grateful. You know why? Because I've replaced them with joy and happiness because my trust is in him. My trust is in him. My faith is in him. And I know that when we hit these upside down and sideways situations that we have no control over, he's growing us. He's growing us in our faith. He's growing us into our future. He's growing us into the people we are supposed to become. And through these circumstances, we become courageous. We build our endurance and we learn to remove negative emotions from our lives. During this time, you need to seek your joy and happiness and not think about and dwell on the things that we can't control. 
you can't control them. So don't give any mind space to them. And think about the things that you can control. Your time with your children. Your time learning new skills. Learning how to be better prepared. If you're feeling you're not prepared right now, focus on, on making lists of how you can be pre better prepared in the future. But the thing is, as I always say, the most important part of being prepared is letting God lead the way. When we do not have God leading the way and we think that we are all prepared, you are the least prepared you could be. God needs to be in the forefront leading the way and we need to be seeking him, not just stockpiling and, and thinking that we're prepared with skills and material things. We need to be seeking him. That is part of the equation. It's God first, getting prepared with our skills, getting prepared with our, our uh, things that we're stocking up on, but keeping him in the lead. And that is extremely important and, and the most important part of the equation. So when you're doing that, regardless what comes our way, we are prepared. We have the right mindset. We can easily give things to God, keep ourselves in a a comfortable mindset and a and are able to still continue thinking properly and handling things well and that's what we need to do we need to seek him and find our joy and happiness right now and learn to live life by our terms living our day-to-day -day the way we want to live it when we are in these extreme times so that means that means learning to do things throughout our day that give us the simple pleasures, the joys and the happiness that we want in our life. And when you move through this, you will learn to hopefully remove fear and worry from your lives. We'll learn how to think about what's most important because when there's things we can't control, we just need to learn to roll. And I say that a lot and people are like, what do you mean? Well, you just need to keep moving forward. You need to keep moving faithfully forward because when you get stuck in these places where you're trying to control things, you can't, you're either going to become stagnant or go backwards. So it's not a place to be, it's not a place to stay. And you know, going through these circumstances, you're going to experience those emotions. You're going to experience those thought processes. But as you catch yourself thinking about the things you can't control, learn to control your thinking and redirect it. It's the only way you're going to get through situations that you have no control over. It's just it's what you got to do. You just got to keep moving forward. And... You will see the other side of this. You will see the other side of this and look back and be very empowered by what you accomplished with maybe little, what you accomplished with no income, and um, how you how you went about it and, and the joys and happiness you found through it and the things that you remember as you walk through it. God strengthens us through these times. So I just want to encourage you today and ask you to join me again next week. We will talk about... Uh, different aspects of uh, walking through these um, unfortunate times and other ways that we have excelled and and uh, learned to 
really live a life of fullness, even though we had little. So I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. And I look forward to you joining me on uh, episode 212. So have a fantastic week. Seek the things that give you happiness and joy and seek God and stop thinking about the things you can't control. Love you all. God bless.